Live from New York, it's the show that has two naughty little children in the audience today. It's <laughs> first things first. Here. Today, is there a chance Dak Prescott can be Brew's new Dark Horse MVP? Brew, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Meanwhile, in 35 minutes, an apology from Nick to me for making me entertain and suffer through several fake quarterback controversies in New England, even though I said, quote, that's a bad take, that's bad for the show. And finally, <laughs> prediction week rolls on four divisions today, including the AFC West, so buckle up alongside Chris Broussard. I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick? Yeah. You want to do the apology now or later in the show? Uh, there will be no apology, what? so now or later, I, there's no reason you for are, it. I am excited for prediction week, and I'm excited to see who's going to be saddled with the curse of being Bruce Dark Horse MVP. Uh, it's ended poorly for both really? of us. Yeah, I think it was Jameis who got hurt and Russell Wilson who I think it was Tua. I think it was Tua. Russell Wilson. We're going to have to check the <laughs> They thing. both played it's like the Madden curse. It's like an honor. Russell they Wilson great until oh, they got hurt. Got we start with our first look at Trey in a Cowboys uniform. Is that a I mean, it's kind of a – there it is. I saw a star. Trey uh, has moved from the number three pick in the draft to the number three quarterback in San Francisco to the number three quarterback in Dallas. But when he heard the news of his new home, he was thrilled. Take a listen. I really tried to not, you know, expect anything one way or another. Uh, but I, I can't say that when I heard Cowboys, you know, I, I had a big smile on my face. Uh, I was very excited to, to be here. Coach McCarthy and, and the entire coaching staff. Uh, man, nothing but knowledge uh, in all these meetings. So just, it's, it's been awesome for me. It's been fun, you know, kind of a breath of fresh air to, to learn a new offense. And, and just like I said, being around the guys these last two days, uh, I feel like I've, I've learned so much just ball. Nice. Uh, should the Cowboys have a package for Trey to get him on the field? At some point this year, absolutely. There's no reason not to. There is no reason not to use a, a potential added wrinkle something other teams have to prepare for, and to uh, keep Dak Prescott as clean as you possibly can. It, by the way, the San Francisco 49ers had a package for Trey by week one his rookie year, and he threw a touchdown his first play, and his second play he ran for a touchdown. So, like, the idea that you're going to have a guy who is, I understand he's not one of the highest paid, top ten highest paid guys on your team, but he is one of the 20 highest paid guys making $5 million guaranteed next year you spend a fourth round pick on him to do that and to just be like but there's no chance he sees the field in any capacity when he's 23 years old and was a consensus first round pick mm -hmm. that would be foolish now should he be competing with Dak Prescott of course not could they find a package to use his unique run pass ability why would they not do that why would you deprive yourself of that? And why would you uh, let other teams off the hook to where, all right, we do have to prepare, spend a few minutes during the week when the Cowboys are coming up for what we do if they're in that, that goal line package that has Trey Lance? What's the downside to that? No, no, a thousand times why? no. This is a horrible idea. No franchise quarterback worth his salt Wants, some, wants to go out of the game during meaningful playing time and have his backup come in and play. Tell that to no Drew Brees. One. Yeah, Drew Brees did it because he was 40. No, they did Drew it before Brees he was 40. Drew Brees was, oh, 39. My oh, they, bad. 39. 38. Taysom, Taysom Hill, Hill did it. He was yeah. old. Yeah. The only, I'm seriously. The only quarterbacks that want to put up with that are dudes that are mediocre. So Jimmy G, as much as I love him, he was mediocre. All right, Jimmy G was fine with it because – 
I'm a, just a decent quarterback, sure. and there's not that much of a gap between you and the guy behind you. Mm-hmm. Or Drew Brees at the end of his career, 38, 39, 40 years old Gee. plus. But Drew That's Brees it. was still an no MVP other, candidate. No other re- – he was old, though. But they, but do you he think- had taken a ton of hits. He was limited. So, there, I'm telling you, if you're a starting quarterback, especially if you're a franchise quarterback – there is no way I want to come out of the game for, for a package for this guy. And I think when you have a package, it often makes you predictable. Because you know Trey, oh, Trey Lance coming in, more likely they're going to run uh, yeah. or run some type of for, action uh, that might be Taysom like Hill, that. Like, Taysom Hill is going to run the ball, guys, and he would run it Taysom Hill yards. was pretty good and, and at also, it. it worked, but again, I don't think – you think there's noise now? I, well, I, I think it's noise. foolish noise, but there's noise now about, oh, Trey Lance is here to take I, Dak's job. Wait till you start bringing him in for a package. Well, Ideally, Nick, for the Cowboys, if everything goes right for them this year, you won't even see Trey I disagree. Lance at all. Unless they it's a 35-point blowback and he's Zeke. in the fourth quarter. They lost their goal line back in Zeke. This is no. a 23-year-old that, again, people have asked me, why am I so high on Trey? It's not that I'm high on Trey. It is that I actually, and I did it this morning, but I had previously as well, have watched, because it's very easy, every play of his career. <laughs> No. And so let me, can I just tell the audience? Seven because, of them? No, so let, but hold on. <laughs> let's talk about it because he's played in seven games. Mm-hmm. Okay? Game one, rookie year. One throw, five yards, touchdown. That's the extent of his action. Sure. Bro, I'm not going to ask you to listen to this with an open I'm mind. I'm listening. I'm listening. Game three <laughs> just... of his rookie year. One play, one rush, one touchdown. Whatever. Game four of his rookie year, th- the third time he played, he comes in at halftime. He goes nine of 18 for 160 yards. Two touchdowns, no picks, and runs seven times for 41 yards. That's pretty good. Sure. And, and a guy coming in w- without prep for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Game four of his career. He starts the next week, plays poorly. He's 15 of 29, 190 yards, but zero touchdowns to pick. Runs the ball 16 for 89, but that's fine. Then does not play again until week 17. In week 17, he's excellent. He's 16 of 23, is 250 yards, two touchdowns, and runs the ball for 30 yards. That's the end of his rookie season. The next year, he starts week one, and yeah, he was 13 of 28 for 160 in the rainstorm. By the way, Justin Fields, who is some people's actual dark horse MVP in the same game from the same draft class, was 8 of 17 for 121. And the next game, he broke his leg. So what evidence do we have that he is not the guy that was a consensus first-round pick? What evidence do we have? Brock Purdy came in and played better. No, because I can show you a graphic. We had it for the other day. I don't know if Dusty can round it up. He only played, you know, like you said, he limited action. Mm-hmm. But Brock Purdy was in limited action and played much better. Farber, now, the thing is this. Even if I'm not out on Trey Lance, he might be something later on in his career. The Cowboys didn't get him to help him this year. Watt I don't think who? that's. Well, one, Jerry Jones said it. But but beyond that, I don't think they need Trey Lance. If they need Trey Lance to come in and save the day, then Dak Prescott is not the guy he's supposed to be. Not even close. A top 10 quarterback, I guarantee you, Nick, he don't want Trey Lance coming in and running a package. Wilds, who have I advocated? The Kansas City Chiefs sign the last two years. I get it. Cam Newton. Have they done it? No. But you never run the ball. What? I'm but, sorry. but you don't let Mahomes run the ball. Correct. 
And Dak Prescott, since he got his leg snapped in half running the ball, does not run it as often. And we think okay, that but, hurts Okay, but him. is there a package? What? For somebody, Chad Henney, does he have a package? No, because the Chiefs don't have that player yeah, on the roster. Well, they could go they'll, get Cam, and they, they don't they have want a Kelsey, to. You have direct snaps to we Kelsey. Have direct we have all snaps to the tight end. We have different stuff. stuff. My point, the point that I'm trying to make is, this is, the, the you're saying that no top 10 quarterback would ever do it, while glossing over the fact that Drew Brees was an MVP he was candidate. Old, that's a Different Bruce, he was old, but that is his age was not why they used Taysom Hill. It was you not trying to save Drew Brees from anything. But he was an MVP candidate when they signed Taysom. Why don't Hill. more teams do it? There aren't a lot of these guys available. What do you mean? Why don't more teams do it? What What are we saying? A guy that, that's athletic can run the, the ball and throw it a little bit. There's a lot of guys out there that you could go get. Cam Newton, who you've mentioned, teams could go get for and, a goal line and, package. A starting quarterback who can play. Barring a Drew Brees who's old, and I, I think that is a huge factor. If I'm in my late 30s, I that's fine. But if I'm in the prime of my career, Dak is 30 years old. He does not win. I don't blame him. I'm the quarterback. I can run it. I can throw it. I can run the team the whole game, period. To Bruce's point, mm-hmm. if in your scenario, everything's coming up roses. You give the ball to Trey Lance. He throws a touchdown. Dak doesn't mind that those stats go to Trey Lance and it's coming up with a contract. I'm just saying. They do mind. They're human. What happens if it goes wrong? Trey Lance gets the ball, fumbles it. You think Dak Prescott's going to be asked after the game? Hey, man. Trey had the ball at the goal line and fumbled. Do you wish you were Hold out there? Hold on a second. It's that not is... going to go rosy for that... every time you put him in the game. But it doesn't go rosy with any play ever. We've seen the New England Patriots in multiple Super Bowls have wide receivers throw passes. Yeah. One of them to Tom Brady. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. We see guys do outside of the box things. We saw the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game lightly unveil a lateral package. Yeah, like there that. are things, and that could have gone totally sideways. There, Of course there is risk involved. My point is very, very simple. You have a player who is 23 years old who the entire league looked at as a legit blue chipper. Maybe not the third overall pick, but it was read any draft profile, read any of it. He was considered a consensus first rounder. You have now made the active choice when you are a Super Bowl contender to, according to the Niners, blow everyone else out of the market in trading for him. To do that and then simply say, no chance you touch the field this year, would be foolish. I've got a Dak Prescott at quarterback. Why do I need to bring in another quarterback? Why did they trade for him? I think for the future, because he's he's a look, he's a talented guy. We can get him for a fourth round pick. Let's see. Okay. That's it. All right, let's take a look That's at it. MVP odds. Mahomes at one, then it's Burrow. Josh Allen's still at number three. Jalen Hurts, Herbert, Lamar. Oh, here. Oh, good job. Great job, uh, Rick. It's just Our unnecessary, though. What do you mean? It's just a, it's just a full screen. What do you Rogers, mean? Justin Fields was five and twenty in his career. Yeah. And Dak then Tua. Brewitt's Prediction Week, as a little bonus prediction, are you willing to call Dak a dark horse MVP? Well, look, I, despite Nick mocking me, yeah. I have I, my dark horse MVP record I'm proud of. Really? Because Jameis Winston was right there until he got hurt. And what, They were 5-2, and two, I think 14 touchdowns, 3 picks. Nice numbers. All right? And then and Tua, Tua led the league in – Almost everything yeah. until he got Are hurt. Sure, it wasn't Russell Wilson last yeah, year. Yeah, it buddy. wasn't Russell Wilson. I, it, 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 <laughs> Who was it? You keep putting it. Was it, was it, was it was Tua. It was Tua. It was Tua. Okay, it was Tua. This, look, I, I'll unveil my, my actual dark horse pick at the end of this 
my little spiel. Oh. But right now, I'll, I'll say dark. I'll a say that spiel. is a is a dark horse candidate. No, you but don't. Not the. A, not the. Okay. He's that's pretty close. That list. Uh, other than I wouldn't have Justin Fields. You don't. Justin Fields is a real like dark, dark, dark horse candidate, right? If yeah. you want to throw that out, but. The narrative is there. It, it, Nick, you think the Cowboys are going to have a great year. You're yeah. winning the division. And yeah. if they win 13 or 14 of games. Of course. I mean, come on. Just doing Why that. Why do you say come on? They won 12 first. last year. Right. They, they won 12 with that last year. Cooper Rush won I'm not year. saying it's definitely how. I'm just saying, you know, humor me. If they win 13 or 14 games and that goes back to 2021, 37 touchdowns, 10 picks, doesn't have oh. the numbers of Mahomes and Allen sure. or guys like But the numbers are good. He'll be in the Of course. Hunt. I don't, yeah, no I don't think that. he is a dark horse. I think he's a legit candidate. I just oh, wow. just real quick to before I give my answer. My real uh, dark, my well, two things. Dark One is if he were to be MVP, is he elite then? No. Okay. No. Was Rich Gannon ever elite? Okay. Oh my god. You got it. You're going off. Oh, hold on. 20 years. I'm bringing facts. I'm bringing facts. We can't do Rich Gannon and then Jameis. We're way off. Rich Gannon was an MVP. Before I give my answer, who is your dark horse? No, he's not. The number one dark horse. And a dark horse means I don't think they're going to win. We understand. Derek Carr. Okay. Wow, I like that. He's had a, he's had a top ten defense. How many times in his career? I know zero. you know zero. Yeah. He hadn't even had a top nineteen. Yeah. He's defense. had a top ten arm zero times and a top nineteen arm zero <laughs> he, times. Look, as if he well. throws for four the, grand and okay. they, they so win here, games, I think be, Dak he got a chance. As the third best odds, third best chance to win the MVP. Third I think best. it's Mahomes, yep. Trevor, Dak. Those yep. should be the, the because the, the point Brew made and all the gobbledygook that you heard the last few minutes. The most important one was to win MVP, your team's got to win at least 12 games, usually more. The last few MVPs, the team wins are 14, 13, 13, 14, 12 for Mahomes when he set all those records, 13, 11 for Matt Ryan, that's the outlier, 15 for Cam, 12 for Rodgers. Like you've got, and so when I look at the other people on this list, if we were to put the odds up, I don't think anyone from the AFC North is going to have a monster record because it's just going to be, I think the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers are all going to beat each other up. I do not think the Bills are going to go from team worst vibes, weirdest offseason to Josh Allen having the best year of his career. Jalen Hurts, if I'm wrong about the Eagles regressing, I lost both coordinators, worried about the safety loss, that stuff. Jalen could be a legit candidate, but I think the Eagles are going to be closer to 10 wins than 13 wins. So I think, listen, I think Trevor and the Jags are going to have a monster year, and I think he's going to have to have monster stats because the defense isn't that good. Mm -hmm. And I think Dax, I think the Cowboys are going to be a 13-win team in the one seed, so then he will definitely be near the top of the MVP discussion. Josh and I were out here grinding. Uh, if you're going, if you think Dak can lead the league in touchdowns, then you think he can be the MVP. Yeah. If you don't think he can lead the league in touchdowns, he's not the I MVP. I don't think he can lead the league. You think he can lead the league? So, not can. So look at this, bro. Four out of the last chance. five MVPs. Just straight up look at the past touchdowns leaders. They're your MVP, except one year when Rodgers threw, uh, it was Rodgers and Brady. Uh, that Brady had more touchdowns, but Rodgers had like right. three yeah. interceptions. So I think the Cowboys like to run the ball. They ran the ball 10th most on the, in uh, the NFL last year. So they're going to run too much. Dak's going to be okay, but he's not going to throw 
40 touchdowns. Well, I, I agree. I don't think Dak will lead the league in touchdowns. Well, he's not my pick to lead the league in touchdowns. And to be clear, he's not my pick to win MVP. It's going to be hard to win MVP when a guy goes 20-0. and 0, But uh, the – the, the, And so the defense – so Oh, yeah, the Chiefs have leaned on the defense a lot the last oh, five Oh, Chris Jones doesn't matter. Uh, and so, listen, Andy but I think, I think Dak should be – I don't think he has to lead the league in touchdown passes to win MVP. If the Cowboys are the one seed, that when the Cowboys – were the one right seed there. his rookie year. As a rookie, he got MVP votes. So I and Matt Ryan ended up winning it that year at that ama- uh, amazing. That's another one. Offense. Matt Ryan. What? Is he elite? Matt Ryan? Okay. Was he elite? The, the year he won the MVP, oh, they had for the one year, highest scoring offense ever, one and they time? went to the okay. Super Bowl. Yeah, he Okay, was maybe that one time that could be elite. Seven topics in one segment. <laughs> you're, you're uh, prediction week <laughs> rolls on next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Can Russ slide I never get tired of that, it's that, that video. <laughs> Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to just an excellent show and welcome to day three of Predictions Week. These predictions are set in stone and we will be staked to them for the rest of the year. One caveat about rooting interests. You are allowed to fervently root for your hometown team and also root for the Chiefs. No. It's like being a Bulls fan in the 90s. You're that's doing my, yourself that's a dis- my take. Exactly. All Chiefs fans have that take. You're doing yourself a disservice if you don't get on board, especially if you're beloved at the parade. Okay. We will predict every division, every award, and every playoff game, and we start today with the basement of the AFC West. Nick, take it away. Basement dweller last year, basement dweller this year, the Denver Broncos. Oh. It's a disastrous season wow. on deck for Denver. Unfortunately, they've already lost key players, particularly receivers due to injury. I think the loss of defensive coordinator coach, I'm telling you, coaching matters. EJ Everett was going <laughs> to hurt them. And I do not think Sean Payton is going to be able to fix it all in one offseason because he cannot fix Russell Wilson one offseason because Russell Wilson is not fixable. The Denver Broncos in last place once again. Third place, Las Vegas Raiders. 
They lost five games last year that led by seven or more points. They lost three games they led by 17 or more points. Mm. I think some of that will be better, and I do think that there is not a massive drop-off from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo, assuming Jimmy stays healthy, which is tough, but it is a bit of a drop-off. That's why they don't take more of a leap, and I don't trust the head coach that much. Sorry on that one, Coach, that the Raiders are in third place. <laughs> Second place, same as last year. In fact, this whole division same as last year, the Los Angeles Chargers. A lot of talent. They are bitten by the injury bug every single year, seemingly at an unfair rate. But the biggest thing working against the Chargers is something they did to themselves and they have no way to fix. They have zero home games. And when you're, I think that is a margin that is almost impossible to make up. Mm -hmm. When half your games are true road games, about four of them are neutral site, and then four of them are the most demoralizing type possible, which is the home road game when you're in a silent (laughs) count. So for those reasons, I think they have a ceiling that some of the other teams in the AFC don't have. And then, of course... The 90s Bulls, as I said two weeks ago, the Kansas City Chiefs. There is, There are only two really interesting questions with the Chiefs this year. The first one is, this team that has won eight consecutive games, will they be 13-0 when they head to New England? Let's go. Trying to beat the New England record of 21 straight victories. It would be a 22nd straight victory on national television in New England. Then if they do we that, be there. the only uh, – yeah, for, yeah, we'll be there, no problem. The only – you'll be rooting for the Patriots and I'll be rooting for the Chiefs. The only other question, Brew, is, of course, can they be the first team ever to go 20-0? and 0? Wow. I think they maybe can, but we'll discuss that more later. Go ahead. Oh, don't sigh, Coach. Yeah, coach, coach, coach don't sigh. Let, coach let is chomping at the bit. All right. Um, we're similar, but I got number four as the Raiders, okay? And, look, they do have talent. They had talent last year, though. All right, they not only did they had made the playoffs, they had Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. Okay. And do we have that, vi- that okay. picture? Oh, but anyway, and they and they lose what they win, six, seven games last year. What? So they got worse. I, I look, Jimmy G. What? what? I like, Dusty the graphic. Dusty. How are they last? Where Where I'm last? about to tell you. Okay, sorry. I don't trust Josh McDaniels as a head coach. Nice coordinator. But the record speaks for itself. Like I said, last year they added talent and got worse. I think Josh is – they're going to struggle with him, and this probably be his last year there. Yikes. And then Jimmy G, I, he has trouble staying healthy. That's all I'll say. All right, at number three, Denver. I This is a Sean Payton pick. This is trust in Sean Payton. I do think he'll get better stuff out of Russ. These are your teams. I, I, I your keep it objective. I'm the most objective guy up here. So that, that's all I'm doing. I can't I'd love for Russ to have a resurrection. I do think he'll play better because not only is he playing for a starting job can't this worse. year and in the future, but he's playing for his legacy. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. Maybe that certain Hall of Famer that we all thought, maybe it's not so certain anymore. So I think he'll play well, but you said it. The, the receivers are already banged up. Yep. Defense will be strong. Run game will be strong. They'll, I think they can win seven games. All right, at number two, but not in the playoffs. Wow. The Chargers. And you talked a lot about it, Nick. They don't have a home field. And we know how tough the AFC is. Their division, even I think those games with the Raiders and Broncos will still be tough games. And no home field advantage. The defense was has not been good under Staley, even though that's supposed to be his bread and butter. I think they'll be better, obviously. You hope Joey Bosa's healthier. But I, I think the defense is going to be their Achilles heel. And then injuries. Of course. Great receiving core, but will they stay healthy? And obviously the Chiefs at number one. But I got to say this. What? Bad vibes. 
You think? <laughs> Hold on. Travis Kelsey's talking about I don't make as much money as no, I should. That, no, that is he that couched, is, it, he couched it. it nicely, that but he put it true. out there. Did he, it. did he have to put it out there? So he didn't have to put it out there. Go the bad he said, he was and Chris Jones, where's Chris Jones? Well, Chris Jones isn't there. Okay, that's, legit. that's all the I know. They got too much legit. talent. I'm the just saying the vibes, are, the vibes are bothering okay, me a little bit. The, okay. Then they got too much vibes. He okay. said that in Vanity Fair, and he was loving it. Yeah. He was I, dressed in a fur coat next to a Ford Bronco from the 70s. He loved it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Coach, let's look at consecutive division titles. America's team obviously has the record, but the Chiefs getting close. What? Could derail the Chiefs that we're all fans of. At least, okay, stop are. it. What? You, you just stop it. You can't. Your, your son is allowed to be a there, Chiefs fan. You are not. There, there's a lot of things that could potentially derail this team, and and you could start with the two brand new offensive tackles. So we got to see how that works out. Although I didn't think that was a real strength of the team last year. You've got to have that continuity on the offensive line, and they've got to build that chemistry. They've got a very young receiving core. They've only got Marcus Valdez Scantling back in terms of significant experience. And then can Kadarius Tony stay healthy? So that's that's one aspect too. And then when you look at the defensive line with no Chris Jones, with their starters on opening day, I think have a combined 29 and a half sacks in 179 games. Mm. So that's like about a tenth of a sack a game. So that's what you're talking about until they get Chris Jones back, until they get some, Off you know, um, I, I, I'm not very good at pronouncing his name. The other oh, Minnehoe. Minnehoe. Charles yeah, the, yes, he's, he's get him back. For six games. There's another six games. So you're talking about a defensive line that's going to struggle in terms of generating pass rush. No. Now you add fatigue. And, and what I mean by fatigue is in winning back-to-back Super Bowls, which hasn't been done in 20-plus years, the reason it's so hard is because you've got to be up every single week. And it, it gets... It gets harder and harder each, you know, each yeah. consecutive game. And can you maintain that? And Kansas City hasn't been able to do that. And, and there's probably that a good just, reason for because it, it's really it's hard to true, do. It's just not true, though. Hold on. It's just hold on. Wait a second. Wait. They have had, just wait one you, more. You asked. You asked why. You know. And I love what? the vibe. The vibe. Hold on. Hold on. Just a little That's what I'm saying. When you've got to hold out. When you've got to hold out. One of your best someone, players. You're arguably yes. Definitely your defensive player. And he'll be back. He told us he'll be back week at eight? the latest by week eight. And we went through the schedule. There's no losses before then unless you're going to pick them to lose to oh, the French that was so promised. What he, so what but he's what saying is lose don't before. book your ticket to New England no. because that game won't matter. No, no, no. Ooh. What I am saying very clearly is that that we need Chris Jones desperately for the postseason. He will be back for the postseason. That's first of all. Second of all, the last time the Chiefs were Super Bowl champions, they were 14-1 and one and rested people in weeks in the final week of the year. Now, in the Super Bowl, they got their butts kicked. And if we think that's because they, for some vibes reason or a hangover, no, that wasn't why. It was because they had five new offensive linemen and credit to the Brady and the Bucks for beating them. But the idea that this team, there is any concern that having won the Super Bowl, they won't rise to the occasion, there is no evidence of that. And you're right, they, they don't have a lot of great receivers coming back, except for a couple that Coach didn't mention, who scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl. So well, I Tony's think, got to stay healthy. What, what I'm he's going to be back week one. And with, with Tony, he, he's been up and down in terms of an, from an injury yeah, perspective. Right. And those other young guys have to prove they can do it consistently. Now they've got the advantage of having Patrick Mahomes, but we asked what could derail it. If that doesn't develop the way they hope it develops, that's something that potentially is an issue. And okay. two new offensive linemen are two new offensive linemen, and, and hopefully it's upgrade. an upgrade. Hopefully it's an, it's upgrade, an upgrade, but there's a chemistry component to the offensive line 
if it's going to be successful at a high level. Orlando Brown Jr. is pretty good. I know you're down on him. Both Drew and Nick have the Broncos and the Raiders missing the playoffs. A healthy Jimmy G has never missed the playoffs. Mm. And Sean Payton has basically said his Broncos are a playoff team. He also said no bucket hats. (laughs) Coach, who's more likely to be playoff bound? Jimmy G, who Brew abandoned, or Russ, who Brew abandoned? (laughs) Well, as much as, as Nick killed Minnesota yesterday for winning close games and being resilient and giving him no credit for that, yeah. you know, now we're, we're, we're also not going to take into account the fact that the Raiders lost the way that they did last year. And the odds of that happening are also pretty slim That's as why well. I don't have them in last so, place. So they're, they're both slim, and they, they did win six games last year, and they, they broke an NFL record for losing double-digit losses. That, that's not going to happen again. This is a second year in the defensive system. That should be much better. Jimmy G should be an upgrade over Derek Carr. Really? And, and, and here, here's, here's where I'm going with this. Is he has a relationship with Josh. He understands the system. There's, there's gonna be, they're going to be able to do things that they couldn't do with Derek Carr from a system perspective, which should make them more effective offensively than, that, than they were last year. Just from a scheme perspective. Now, if he can stay healthy, which we all know is a gigantic right. if, but if that's the case, they should be a lot more productive and a lot more successful okay. than last season. I agree with season. you. Brew, I think you made a strategic error. What? You think the Raiders are making the playoffs? All his teams and just, his players? You're the Jimmy G guy. Oh, yeah. He just gave you a great yeah. Yeah. Look. That, that, You that, are the Jimmy G guy. Not anymore. Not I over mean, yet. He'll probably it, get hurt, unfortunately. Oh, she wins. Unfortunately. All right, let's turn our attention to the AFC South. It's a coronation. Okay. Trevor yes. Lawrence. Everyone agrees. And the Jags are the darlings of the league. Yeah. Titans lost seven in a row to close out last year. But do have D-Hop now. And two new faces, Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. So, Nick, what do you got? All right, I'll go very quick here. Houston's going to finish last. Luckily for them, they don't have their own pick because their GM, who is 6-26-1 and and since coming over from New England, who said today, we can't be judged on our record. It's about the process. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing there, but they really wanted Will Anderson. I like D'Amico Ryans, but he is in for a hell of a season. And by the way, if they don't win at home against Indy in Week 2, they could be winless well past Halloween. Speaking of and, Indy, and I like Nick a lot personally, huh? but he certainly judged the previous two head coaches. By, the by yeah, he's on his third head. Co- that's absolutely right. He's on his third head coach. He's six twenty six right. and one. Got to judge us on our process. Well, your process was you traded away next year's first round pick, which is going to be a top four pick. I don't understand it. I said I'd go quick. Sorry, I a little worked up there. Indy, <laughs> uh, I'm excited to watch Anthony Richardson. I think Shane Steichen could be quite good. I don't know what they're doing with Jonathan Taylor. I don't know what the latest Jim Irsay tweet's going to be. I have them in third place. They'd be in last place in most divisions. Number two is the Titans. The question is, do they pull the plug on Ryan Tannehill? Malik Willis didn't look close to ready. Now they drafted Will Levis. They know they eventually need to go and rebuild. But is Vrabel too good of a coach for them to ever really fully bottom out? I think Vrabel is a great head coach, a truly great head coach. But I don't trust the team. And then, of course, the coronation, the prince who was promised year two, Peyton or year three, for him, just like Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning 2.0, led the league in touchdowns, led the league in yards in year three as the defending AFC South champion. I see something similar happening for the prince. And while all you guys mocked me all last year and all this year, I would have, I would imagine every single person at this table is picking the Jags to win that division and go back to the playoffs. Brew, I'm excited to see your playoff picks. <laughs> at number four, you got that wrong. It'll be the Colts. Okay. All right, I like Anthony Richardson, but he's going to be up and down. He can run the football. What was he, 6-17, and 17 and he's doing this? I mean, just it's going to be a roller coaster ride for him throwing the football, but I think maybe a bright future. Jonathan Taylor, we know what's going on with that. 
um, as far as missing at least the first four games. At number three, I got Houston. Look, D'Amico Ryans, I like Will Anderson. You know, C.J. Stroud, I guess, if, it is, if he's going to be the quarterback. Um, I do like him a lot. Obviously, as a rookie, he'll have his ups and downs. But they're coming off three horrible years. I think the future is brighter, and I think they can finish third. At number two, we've got the Titans. Like you said, Vrabel, great coach. Um, Derrick Henry, I, he didn't look spent last year. He That's didn't right. look like He's he was good. large, so he'll still do his thing. The first? only thing I don't like about Trevor what? Lawrence well, there's nothing, nothing. is that Nick is so obnoxious Just, about him you know. and picked him early. I like Trevor oh, Lawrence. Oh, stop, have, bro. What are you Nick, doing Nick today? goes so – so overboard on him with yeah. the wins. Bro, we've all and known it. Bruce trumpets, the Bugle Lawrence Boys, and all that. Jimmy G. It's a weak division, too. Okay. It's a weak division. But I, I, I expect Trevor to have a Coach, can I show you something? A, a stat? Because we're filled with a lot of propaganda on this show. A ton. Here's how Trevor Lawrence's year went last year. Mm. You would think it was just perfect the whole year. Well, mm. through weeks That's one through eight, good. it was mediocre. Then he caught fire. Beat the Cowboys on national television. Everybody watches and wow, this guy's great. And then week 16 through his playoff games, he threw six touchdowns, six interceptions, including four interceptions in the first half of one playoff game. That means in the other five games, he threw two. This is what that would mean. <laughs> Just adding it up. <laughs> Coach, <laughs> is the hype for Trevor Lawrence justified or a little too much? Yeah, like bringing in the guys to play the flutes or whatever they play. <laughs> the royal <laughs> trumpeteers. It's over over the top and, and way too early. And, and look at it. Look at his season last year. He didn't. He had a five-game losing streak at the beginning of the season. Overcoming. He did have. He did have a five-game winning streak at the end of the season. But it wasn't like it was prolific in terms of interceptions or, or in terms of touchdowns. He had eight touchdowns. And two interceptions, but much better. Sure. And then you go. Now he ends with a 96 quarterback rating. You go into the playoffs, and he's got two games with a 70 and a 74 quarterback rating. Hold on. So he's 20. He's 25 That's points so lower than he was in the regular okay. season. So we're going to kill Josh Allen for being up and no. down. Uh, we're going to coronate. We're going to coronate this guy. And Josh Allen is talked about like he's the best or the second best quarterback in football. Trevor Lawrence, folks, on this show. We're saying he's not as good as Mac Jones. He might be a bust. Fold, and if fold. we are not going to act as if <laughs> for any other player in the league, we would talk about the resiliency in playing the worst half of football of your life, being down four scores in your first ever playoff game, and leading the comeback like we saw. Nobody ever says when the 28-3 comeback the for Brady. Because of how he didn't throw four right. The 28-3 comeback. No one ever says, well, it would have been just 21-3. We didn't throw that pick six. How impressive is it? No. He threw four. We talked, I'm sure we, we would mention okay. it. Okay. All right, that's fine. Listen, guys, I'm happy. I thought after that, after last year, the Trevor Lawrence thing wouldn't be that good of a topic on the show because everyone would have literally bent the knee as you did when the trumpeters came. He, up. And then we would. He had trumpeters for Carson Wentz. He had trumpeters no, for No, I did not Prescott. have guys. He had trumpeters for Baker Mayfield. It doesn't matter who it is. He's got a trumpeter for Coach, that is the record does not reflect. They're in they're in the green room right now. Anthony Richards, bring out the trumpeters. Joe Burrow, back at practice and a Fresh episode of Weird and Wonderful next. <laughs> Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? 
announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Joe Burrow might not have a new contract extension, but it looks like he does have a healthy calf. Here he is practicing, and not really, this is not video of him practicing, more video of just him walking, but still we'll take it. Bengals open up against the Browns in week one. Burrow's record against his Ohio rivals, one and four. Yeah, Baker owned him. Actually easier to beat the Chiefs than it is the Browns. Well, for him, yeah. Yeah. So, Nick, does Joe Burrow need to make a statement? The, he needs a good – the Bengals and he need a good start. The, the, it's one thing, other than a Super Bowl, it's the only thing they haven't done since he's been there. I mean, they've been to a Super Bowl, obviously, but they haven't won it. But – his rookie year, who cares? They were going to be a terrible mm-hmm. team. That was a bad start. Second year, they started five and four. Last year, they started four and four. At some point during that start, some esteemed television analysts who abandoned them entirely said they threw them to the wolves. Said guaranteed they wouldn't make the playoffs. <laughs> um, and I think they need an easier path back to the Super Bowl than the one they've had. Right. And so they are constantly on the road after round one of the playoffs. To their credit, they are in the playoffs, you know, every both of Burrow's healthy years. But, yeah, because I, I know, Coach, you, I think, believe in the Browns more than anyone at the table. But that's a game you should win. And it's a divisional rival that, again, to Wilds' point, you have not had success against. And so, yeah, I think I, a statement not so much as they need to have like a 3-1 and one September, which they've never had with mm-hmm. Burrow. When look, some teams match up better against other teams, and, and that's how it, it works. And when you look at what the Bengals consistently do to Kansas City, you know there's that element where they consistently beat Kansas City, but they just can't beat the Browns. And you you do have to get over get over that hump. But in terms of it, it being an issue where you win the first game and that sets the tone for things, it's not necessarily the case. The first game of the season is so difficult 
to get ready for because there's so many unknowns. There's a the stuff that you're doing that you practice and haven't shown. There's a the stuff that they do. It's it's hard that first game to really gauge where a team is. In New England, we got beat 30 to nothing one opening game and then ended up winning the Super Bowl. You know, getting over the Browns' hump would be great form. But more importantly to me, playing a game and seeing that his calf is okay, mm-hmm. that is by far the most important thing for, for Cincinnati. Well, and Nick, one of the reasons they've started poorly, maybe the main reason, is that Burroughs missed the training camps. And so it's the same thing here. So, I, like Coach said, obviously you just want to get him through the game, but let him work off the rust. Because I think it's a good chance they start 0-2. I'm not guaranteeing it. They could beat Cleveland, but they haven't won there since 2017. And then they got Baltimore after that. But their next four games are very winnable. So I think they could start 0-2. And with 17 and games, still be fine. Still be fine. That, but just get the rust off of him in the first couple of weeks. That, that's legit. But he is back at practice today. And I know Coach m- made fun of me for this yesterday. It was in good nature. But when Joe Burrow got hurt, Some of the best NFL reporters in the world said, don't expect to see Joe Burrow on a Bengals practice field again until that contract's done. And I brought up yesterday that it is odd, and it is an unspoken odd NFL story, that the most no-brainer of all the four quarterbacks who we thought were going to get contracts this Mm offseason, the one who has accomplished the most, the one who was the number one pick, the one who has done basically been a perfect NFL player, aside from getting his knee blown out because they didn't build an offensive line his rookie year, that he still hasn't gotten paid. And the fact that we are now, what what are we, 12 days away from the first Bengals game of the year, yeah. and he still hasn't gotten that contract is an odd, simmering story. Yeah. It's an odd story. So is Chris Jones. But yeah. Well, we know what's happening. <laughs> no, they need to thing. pay him. Coming up, up next. It's just going to cost more pay. in the future. They, they talk about more. the Patriots. That's the thing. We know what's they happening with Chris Jones. Do we? Harper gets him in the air. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep, Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody, not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real Steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Now you see him, now you don't. Now you see him on the practice squad. America's team cut all the quarterbacks, not named Mac Jones yesterday, and then voila! Zappi's back on the practice squad along with Malik Cunningham. So this looks... uh, (laughs) Sorry. So the question in the rundown, I had to go freestyle a little bit, was, quote, what's going on with New England? And you wanted me to ask Coach that. Yeah. Okay, I, I got confused. Yeah. I'm not going to ask him that. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I'm going to ask, would you like to apologize to me? <laughs> Why? <laughs> For Why? a very serious reason. Tell me. The show is built on chemistry. Uh-huh. 
And every once in a while, you could say, Kevin, your take is really wrong. That's not how the salary cap works. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, good thing I didn't say that on TV. Yeah. I would have looked like a fool. Yeah. And you kept on saying there's a quarterback controversy in New England. And I kept on saying on the air and behind the scenes, don't say that. Yeah. It's bad for the show. Mm-hmm. It's bad for your career. Yeah. And you didn't believe me. Correct. And you almost tanked the show. Okay. And then Zappy got released, yeah. and there's never a quarterback controversy. Yeah, well. So I just want you to apologize okay. and get the show that's, back on that's track. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is, do you remember six, seven years ago when they brought in Jimmy Garoppolo to replace Tom Brady? And then in order to make sure that didn't happen, they had to get him out of the building. Oh, maybe that's on. what – I can't even say Mac Jones won the job. He's the only quarterback on the roster. He's the starter I by default. I can't believe you're comparing I, Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. To I, listen, I, just, listen Brady. I, Brady to I don't understand I, – I will be honest here. Wilds, it appears, at least for the time being, you were correct. Thank you. Also, and I never Thanks, say this, and this is where I do want to ask Coach. I don't understand this. I don't understand the Patriots. It's not about Mac versus Zappi. It's that every team has to have a backup quarterback. They are going to have a. They this, brought him back. They brought him back to the practice, practice squad. squad. Right. Yeah. But you have to have a backup quarterback on your active roster. Uh-huh. So what are they doing? What is the purpose of this? Because in order to put Mac or Bailey Zappi or Malik Cunningham on your active roster, you're going to have to cut somebody anyway. So I don't understand why the Patriots are the first team in my lifetime to have the initial 53-man roster cut and have one quarterback on it. That part, I flatly, you were right, Wilds, in all seriousness. We did do it a few years ago with Brian Hoyer and Cam. They both got cut. Cam was... Yes, we but didn't you, sign Cam, but then Hoyer went to practice, and all of a sudden he's back on the squad. Well, look, when you're when you're making these cuts, you're trying to evaluate who has the best potential to be picked up by another team. And and as you go through it, and New England obviously has an issue at offensive line. They had to trade for a couple of guys. They 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 don't know where that's going to fall based off of an injury. Who's going to you know all the different variables trying to figure that out? So they couldn't lose any of those offensive linemen. So as you're evaluating the guys that have the best chance to get through the waiver wire. They looked at those two quarterbacks and felt like one, at least one, was going to get through, and, and arguably both would, and they were right. Both would get through. So now you have all this time to continue to look at this offensive line group, figure it out, look at the rest of the guys that you had to protect because you felt like they were going to get claimed by somebody else, and then when you get close to the game, you bump up one of those guys, and, not, and someone right. else could go on IR. A lot of Is things can happen Is it not a big risk? Days. That a fourth-round pick quarterback in Zappi, who I thought in the games last year he played, played well, yeah, right. is, are you not running a big risk that somebody's just going to claim him? You, you're running a risk whenever you put a guy on the wire, but you try to make it a calculated risk. And when there's so many guys hitting the wire at the same time and every team's in love with the guys that they have, you've got 90 guys in your roster. You only get to keep 53. There's a bunch that you want to get through uh, waivers as well, and you're looking at the rest of the league. So this this like huge wave of players become available. So you have a, a good chance to get your guy through, unless someone is absolutely in love with the player that you cut. That makes sense. Yeah. And and you know what they're writing in Boston? It's Max team. So take a bow, my friend. Well, thank you. you you got about how many days we got left to the start of the season? This is your time to shine because once it starts. <laughs> I mean, they could have gone and gotten another quarterback, too. I thought they might go get Colt McCoy. Or Carson Wentz or... Hey! Let's go to break. (laughs) 
Wentz, I mean, no. Wentz, why Carson not Wentz? Wentz has, has better statistics than, than yeah. a lot of guys who are on the, I agree. On the street not? right and now. And you said I had the trumpeters for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at Coach. Uh, Came saying, in for Carson Wentz. We're evaluating the New England situation. You can go get a guy like Carson Wentz who can get you through why games. Why not with this Carson Wentz stuff? No, we've got we've got three quarterbacks. We don't need Carson Wentz he, and got, his bad vibes. He's got better numbers than Sam Darnold when you look at it. We got to go to break. We got to go to break. Coming up next, Prediction (laughs) Weeks continues. Talking Brock Birdie in the NFC West next. Holy cow, Carson Wentz, we went off the I mean, through 27 touchdowns. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We're in the midst of Prediction Weeks. we got another round, bro. Welcome to day three of Prediction Week. These predictions are set in stone, and we will be staked to them for the rest of the year. One caveat for you at home. Any past proclamations heard here about being a member of the Iowa State Mafia should be taken into account when you hear these right. predictions. Right, any home teams. I can claim at some point. Well, yeah, that gives me a lot of wiggle room. I'm not <laughs> talking about you. A lot of wiggle room. A lot of wiggle room. <laughs> Particularly, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. We'll predict every division, every award, and every playoff game, and we start now with the basement of the NFC West. All right, it is odd that last place is actually, in some ways, the second best in the world. Hmm. But in this hmm. case, it is. And last place will be the Arizona Cardinals. They will be in last place in the NFC West. They will be in last place in the NFC. They will be last place in the NFL. That means they will get the best prize of any team all year other than Lombardi Trophy, which is Caleb Williams. Congrats to them on their next 15 years of pending success. Number three, the Los Angeles Rams. The best thing they could do, honestly, this year is to throw their two games against the Cardinals to prevent Caleb Williams from coming to that division. They're not going to do that. They have Aaron Donald. They have Matt Stafford. I'm not sure how long they're going to have Aaron Donald or Cooper Cup. They probably should be turning the the ship in the tanking direction themselves, but they don't want to do that. They have about $70 million in dead money. The bleep them picks philosophy got them a Super Bowl. Now it's going to get them a few years of trying to have to dig themselves out of that hole. Number two, but making the wow. playoffs is the San Francisco mm-hmm. 49ers. The Purdy regression is inevitable, and I, it is shocking to me how many people are just all in on this player because of a half dozen good games with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. I don't think that is going to be sustainable. I also, despite the pending scoffs at the table, do not think the football gods are going to smile Ugh. fondly upon the process of the San Francisco 49ers of abandoning Trey Lance at 23 years old and, and, and bringing in Sam Darnold and giving him more hype than you ever gave to a player you were deeply invested in that you never gave a real chance to. 
Team the football gods, however, will love, and who also the data analysts love, the Seattle Seahawks. They started two rookie tackles last year, not only survived it, but thrived. Geno Smith, who a lot of people feel like had not gotten a fair shake yet in this league, finally did as a veteran quarterback and delivered, leading the NFC in touchdown passes. The defense will be even better because they played so many young players, so many rookies last year. They might have the best corner in the entire NFC in Reek Woolen. I think they have the most under-discussed, great receiving core in the league. They will always have a good running game, and they have an excellent head coach. Seattle Seahawks get back to the playoffs, Brewer and win the division. Well, you got the last choice right, okay. the, the Arizona Cardinals. But I, I think this is interesting. Are they going to keep Kyler out the whole year? I mean, because if he starts playing, what? he's going to try to win games. Huh. And might, they might win a few. Call of Duty games. And so, <laughs> well, that's then this, that leads to the second question. Yeah. How tradable will Kyler Murray be? You'll, you'll get a first With that kind con- with that contract, with questions about his study habits, questions about how he fits in with his teammates, his leadship, like I get that they're tanking, and but I just think it's not going to be as went neat for a first as round you pick think. Twice, Darnold went for a it second, a fourth, and a sixth. It's not going to be as neat bad. as you, you think, think, right? And people learn decisions? from that stuff. But no, like don't. they learned with a lot of the running okay. backs. Right. I mean, Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, so on and so forth. All right, at number three, the Rams. We agree on that. Um, Aaron Donald, will he get traded? That's going to be the, que- the big question. I- I'm sure he's not motivated. Remember, he almost retired. Or, uh, that might have been just to get money, but he can't be motivated to play with for the Rams right now. So we'll see if he gets traded. At number two, this is where you go off to. The Seahawks. And I, you notice I don't have them even in the playoffs. Oh, that's because ridiculous. you talked about Brock Purdy turning back into a pumpkin. No, it's going to be Geno wow. Smith. He already did it in the last five. They went three and five in their last eight games. Look at him over the last five games. Great early on, but then you get a little tape. You start taking him seriously. Tape. You start taking him seriously. Yeah, there wasn't much tape his first, what, 10 years? Oh, nine what years. He, was, he was scout team and all that. Yeah. Let me see that again, Dusty. <laughs> That's that, Nick, you need to look at this. Uh, Everything, bro, the TV the interception, saw, yeah. terrible. The, the that passer sounds, rating is terrible. It ain't great. It's not what he did last year. Well, it right? is last year. No, uh, but but I'm saying the beginning Cal. of the season, he, the, 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 it is You know coming. what Gino's not going to do to right? Brew? Like Trevor right Lawrence back. numbers. That's what he's not. <laughs> Gino's <laughs> not going to write back. I don't know if that's in the lexicon. <laughs> number I, one. I, okay. Number one, I can't believe you don't have the Niners, number one. No, now, I'm assuming they get things straightened out with Nick Bosa. They will. But Brock Purdy, I don't see a regression. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but all the weapons he has, all they have to do is stay healthy. Big, big deal for sure. them. But if they're healthy, come on, man. That defense, okay. that defense is Coach, awesome. Coach, you can and be the, the deciding the vote. Awesome. Brew, member of Iowa State Mafia, yeah. along with Brock Purdy. Just Here's Iowa his numbers. Mafia. Nick says he was just a flash in the pan, although he did lead in yards per pass, and he did lead the whole NFL in passer rating. Do you think Brock Purdy is the real deal? I know it's a seven-game stretch, but when Trevor Lawrence has a seven-game right, stretch. Right. Exactly. Trevor Lawrence has had a seven-year stretch. He did? Yeah, he did. Yeah, what he about that? Sophomore year of high school, high last school year in college. Awesome. How was that first yeah, rookie year? Seven right? years. No, it ended. It was college. <laughs> okay. He was good. Coach Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Look, I love the Brock Purdy story. and I, I, it's, it's a great story. It's not as good as Geno Smith's story, and your vibes are all off. Thank you, But he comes, in, he comes in, they're eight and four. Now, if you, you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, when he came in, they were 1-10. They both went 5-0 when they started. 
Brock Purdy's numbers were a little bit better in terms of touchdowns. Interceptions were, were a little bit better as well. But you're talking about one guy who comes into a team that hadn't won anything versus one guy who comes into a loaded team and, and plays pretty well. And, and I'm really impressed with what he did. But I went and watched his touchdowns this afternoon. I watched his interceptions this afternoon. Yeah. And a lot of the touchdowns, it's on the stat sheet, it says 60-yard completion, Thank but you. it's a screen. It says 40-yard completion, and it's a shallow cross. He throws another. He throws two other touchdowns. There's not a guy within 12 yards of the wide receiver. You know, that won't be the case this year. Debo's going to be well, better. Well, I'm saying that that there's he did a, a good job on a loaded team. But when you it, when you look at what Jimmy Garoppolo did versus what he did, it's a little bit more impressive. And the odds of him being able to complete or, or continue on the upward trend or maintain a 116 quarterback rating, it's, or it's or small. have a, a half dozen dropped. What you know, he should watch instead yeah. of his interceptions or his touchdowns, his dropped interceptions. Yeah. That's a fun 12-minute YouTube video. Well, yeah. I, I, I like again. Uh, guys, the weapons I, haven't gone anywhere. That's well, okay. Well, that's the fine. play calling I hasn't want, gone listen, anywhere. This is important and good for the show because since you have abandoned Jimmy, no. you've abandoned Russ. You need I know. I, I was giving you a layup on Jimmy. Yeah, you, you you just threw. They're Gio making out. the playoffs. You, you, I keep it real. I, I'm about facts, I, I, <laughs> not yeah, feelings. Yeah. So, uh, but we we now it is established. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have your gavel? Uh, no. Brock Purdy is bruised guy. He's your guy. You yeah. want him, right? Iowa Mafia. There we go. Okay. I'm not Dark saying Horse super Dark Horse. Dark yeah, Horse I'm not ready to go there. Well, They're going to win the division. I'm not ready to go there, but okay, we got to do NFC game. South time. Brady is gone. Carr is here. Baker is back. Desmond Ritter enters his sophomore year, and Bryce Young tries to right the ship in Carolina. Yep. Nick, take it away. Number four, the Carolina Panthers. Another team like Houston that traded away their number one pick. At least Carolina did it to move all the way up to number one to get Bryce Young, but he is going to get killed behind a non-existent offensive line, and when he doesn't get killed, he's going to be throwing the non-existent weapons. That might be the worst offense in the league next year. It's going to be a tough opening for Bryce Young. Number three. Baker can only do so much. They've got $90 million in dead yeah, money. That means 45% of their roster doesn't exist. It's going or their salary cap space. Again, this is there's a cost to buying Super Bowls and buying. I mean, does the Super Bowl even count if it's a home Super Bowl, too? Like, I don't even get it. Oh, it's it was good for a few It's a little tainted, a little gross. But Baker can only do so much. I think Baker will be okay. I think he'll throw to some good weapons. But that team is going to struggle to a degree. Then... The most overrated team in the league, the New Orleans Saints. Wow, now, wow. the Saints continue to ki- pretend they are in contention, and they continue to kick the salary cap down, can down the road. So eventually, those chickens will come home to roost. In the meantime, what they're going to be able to satiate the- themselves with is another eight wins. Like, okay, that's fine. But at some point, you're going to have to admit you are not in the championship window. And then the division champion. The Atlanta Falcons, led by Offensive Rookie of the Year and Offensive Player of the Year and the pending rushing champion, B. John Robinson. The Atlanta Falcons will lead the league in rushing. They have Drake London, they have Kyle Pitts, and they have the softest division in the entire NFL. I think they can go 10-7 and and win the NFC South, and B. John Robinson can have a Marshall Falk-esque 2,000 yards from scrimmage. (laughs) I believe all of that, so there it is. At number four, Knicks, Tampa Bay Buffalo. They're not mine. I have them third. They're Baker, you you claimed Baker years ago. He's I like your that. guy. Yeah. All right, and Baker will not be starting midway through the season. It'll be Kyle Trask. All right, okay. and uh, Todd Bowles 
It's going to be a tough year for him. So at number three, Carolina. All right, you're right. I like Bryce Young, and I like Frank Reich. So I, I think that's a great duo, but they just don't have much else. His weapons aren't that bad. Shark and Adam Thielen, but the line is tough. And, and Thielen, I, I like Thielen. All right, at number two, the Falcons in the playoffs. I agree you have with two you. A- NFC yep. South playoff teams yep. and the Seahawks missing? Yep. Wow. Because the Atlanta, is wow. th- their run game is great, and yeah. it's just going to get great. It was great last year. Yeah. Top three team, team in the league rushing, and now you add Bijan. He is going to have a great year. I don't know about rookie of the year, but he will have a great year. And then at number one, oh, obviously, the Saints. I like that one. Like I said, Derek Carr, he's an upgrade. Derek Carr has never had even a top 19 defense. Not even top Now 19. he's got a top 10 defense. First time in his I'm, career. Can I ask He's got some weapons. Chris Olave. I, look, I don't know if Michael will, Thomas will stay healthy, but, yeah. but if he does, can, hey. Can I just ask a question real yeah. quick? And I'm so from, Derek I'm from Carr, Louisiana. So I just want to make sure I, I understand it. Derek, because Derek Carr, you're high. You think he's going to be able to have success, a level in New Orleans that he couldn't have in Las Vegas? I just yes, want to make sure I understand. Because he's got a better defense. No, but it's not the coaching thing? Because I know you were saying the coach, and because are you a big Dennis Allen guy? Or are we big on the Saints? Dennis Allen has had I, his struggles. Okay. Is, is Dennis okay. Allen calling the plays? Okay. They got a new offensive coordinator. Okay. Or a different right, offensive coordinator. So everybody loves they'll the Saints, out. man. Yeah, they everybody should. Everybody loves the Saints. I like, I like Derek Carr. You like the Saints? Yeah. Um, I like Baker, to be honest with you. Oh, good oh, job. Stop it. Well, I just what? want to root for Baker. I want to root for Baker. You, I, I don't think he's not, had a fair shot. You got feelings for him. I do. This is about I what really is going to happen on the gridiron. Uh, 14 guys on that list. That's Baker's list of head coaches and offensive coordinators. I didn't do the math, but I think it's double Tom Brady's, and Baker hasn't been in the league that long. I think those would be called so excuses. Do you, that's not excuses. <laughs> that's continuity. It's a reason. Anyways, Coach, give me your outlook on Baker. Okay, first of all, I'm worried because I agree with Nick on both champions that, that he chose. So, again, that might be a cautionary Mine tale. should be worried, Might be a coach. cautionary tale for any, anybody who's watching. I think it's going to be hard for Baker. You're taking over for a legend. You've lost your all-pro center. You couldn't run the ball a lick last year, and you lost your all-pro center. 25% of your team is rookies. It, it, there's a lot of things that he's going to have to overcome for them to this be successful. fit for him, then. But, but... He's fortunate in the division that he's playing oh. because there's no team in that division that just – I like Atlanta a lot, but there's no team that just is a slam dunk home run to, to win out there. And if Baker gets hot and Baker can show that he's closer to early Baker than he what we've seen here recently, you know, I, I'm cheering for him too. And, and it, Everybody's it, rooting it for him. It took me a while, for him. but, it, but it, I'm cheering for him because he's the underdog now, <laughs> yeah. not because, you know. You, I think B. John Robinson, have, rookie of the year? Uh, I like B. John Robinson okay. a lot. He I like a lot the of their offense. He likes running the ball. Yeah. Uh, I do like talking about Chris Jones. <laughs> I have a bias. <laughs> he's not there. He's not there. Well, that's kind of a big deal. And the Chiefs win a lot of Bad vibes. Kind of a big deal. There's not bad vibes. The Chiefs. Wow, look at this play. That was important. Mm. Yeah, it's in the playoffs. How about this one? Uh, Another great play from Chris Jones. I think they won that game by like 17, so I think they would have been okay. Okay, maybe these don't matter. Maybe you should let them release them. 
Right now, it does not look like okay. Chris Jones will be on the field next Thursday when the Chiefs play the Lions. Yeah. All right, America, I'm just going to jump in here because America, what's about to happen is you're going to hear from one honest arbiter and three charlatans, three people <laughs> that are going to say a lot of things they do not believe. And I hate to say that about my colleagues, but it's about to happen because what they're going to try to do is try to act like they're concerned when they're not. Because what are we, is Chris Jones a great player? No question. Does Chris Jones deserve to be paid? Absolutely. Is he going to get paid by the Chiefs? He is. Okay, then get it done. What okay, are you right. for? Thank the, you, Al. Uh, the new TV deal coming I mean, that I'm not aware of? Okay, so again, I'm talking to the audience, not you okay. jackals right now. <laughs> again, it's a bunch of you know misdirection to avoid this simple question. If Chris Jones misses the first seven games, which is the absolute worst case scenario how bad is it really so i would ask the i would ask everyone this question is patrick mahomes the best he's ever been right now it's very good okay is the defense ever going to be worse than it was mahomes rookie year when it was literally last or not his rookie year his first year starting no so that was the worst mahomes and the worst defense how did it go they went 12-4 and four and lost in overtime of the AFC title game to the greatest player who ever lived, right? And we didn't even get the rules changed like those crybaby Buffalo Bills did after an overtime playoff loss. So, Wilds is about to tell you, oh, but Jared Goff, when he's not pressured, they could lose that opening game. Could they? Because here's how Mahomes does. Well, it's not just 5-0. and Because we be like, oh, but that's with Chris Jones. Here's how Mahomes does in season openers. So all you got to do to beat the Chiefs in the season opener is score at least 38. If you think the Lions can do that, bully for them. And then the next question would be, what is the Chiefs' worst-case scenario record-wise through seven weeks? We can show you their schedule. Because, Coach, as it happens, I love the schedule. as it happens, Coach, <laughs> all of the divisional road games, the game against Buffalo, the game against Philly, the game against the Bengals, the game at New England, all of the games are after week eight. Aside from the revenge game against the Jags, who maimed Patrick's ankle in the playoffs with an incredibly dirty, potentially illegal play, they don't have a tough game through the first seven weeks. Really? Really. Look, I I think it's good for them that they open with Detroit and Jacksonville because those are two high-powered offenses, and it'll show them how much they can survive without Chris Jones. Mm -hmm. All right, so I think they could split those first two. No question. And then the Jets is going to be a tough game. So that's three tough games in your first four. So this, look, and maybe that'll help Chris Jones. Maybe if they struggle early, they'll get Chris Jones back, you know, and say, look, we need him now. We better get him back. It's amazing to me. Nick has always been an advocate for players and always been an advocate for players. I want him to get money. He says that, but yet in the same token, he says, they, we don't need Chris Jones. Not when we, had, seven when we had the worst defense in the world, we could still win. We don't need Chris Jones. So, Chris Jones, if you're watching, make sure that you tweet no, no. at Nick no. because he has single-handedly no. said, you Hold are on. not significant. No, that is an Andy Reid kind of said wait, that too. We don't need wait, him. Hold we'll on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Play, we then, again, we just got to be honest here. That the is Chiefs honest. GM has said. They are paying him, and that they want to pay him. What are you waiting for? What are we doing? Guys, is Nick Bosa going to be on the Niners this year? He's so mad that they don't pay Joe Burrow, but he's not mad about Chris. He's mad about Joe Burrow, but he's not mad about you. I'm not mad about (laughs) Joe Burrow. I find it curious that a deal that is very easy to get done that we all said was going to get done has not gotten done. The Chris Jones thing is not complicated. Right. The set. No. 
It's not complicated on why it is, it is not gotten done. The second highest paid defensive tackle in football makes $24 million a year. The highest paid makes $32 million a year. Because of that Aaron Donald outlier contract, they're, they're at an impasse. They are at an impasse that it would appear is lasting longer than anyone expected. And I think Chris Jones is wildly important to their ability to win three consecutive playoff games. Know? Yeah, to win, to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're not going yes. 20 and 0 without him. That's right, can, I they bring in on can they go 7 and 0 without no, him? No, not, not, not with this okay, guy. No. Yeah. Stefan Diggs missed. One half of practice, four hours of I think on field time, and we were like bad vibes, worst okay. vibes. This guy missed. He's going to miss two months this is of where, games, right. and we're like, eh, hold on. Man, this is where. Wait, hold on. But this is where I will say again, you're all being dishonest because what? right now, right now, this moment, yeah. if Chris Jones announced his retirement, and what different hold, vibes? No, 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 no. If the argument is they have to have him, I'm just curious. Would anyone at this table say the Chiefs, who are currently the Vegas Super Bowl favorites, if Chris Jones announced his retirement, that that should substantially change? Would anyone? A retirement is a different Let's see how that defensive line plays without him. You've got a lot of young, inexperienced guys with very little production. Let's see how they do without him. For a team that has had a bad defense... Every year of the last five years, and they're the winningest team in the league. Yes, over the so last don't five pay years. any defensive players on the Chiefs. No, that's, Nick's message. that's not the, my Ben message, Simmons coach. back to Philly next. That's not my message. Another guy. And he's going to get thirty million a year. Sat out. Didn't pay him. Ben Simmons update. Sat down with Mark Spears. Said he's locked in and floated this idea, Brew. I'm just reading you a direct quote from Mark Spears, who, by the way, has been doing an awesome job yes. in these interviews. And did he just make the Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. shout out to him. Yes. Great job. Good I'll always him. have love for Philly. People always ask me, like, if you were to get traded again, where would you want it to be? I'm not sure anyone asked him that for the record. <laughs> I always say, just Philly. Philly is a second home to me. Brew your reaction. Uh, bizarre. And if I'm Philadelphia, because obviously two have to, you know, make this happen, there's no way I want Ben Simmons back. <laughs> Zero? Zero? Zero. He would have to not only get back to what he was early in his career, which was 15, 8, and 8, he'd have to be way better. Like, I, and I'm not convinced. Mean, he said he's like going to be like. dominant this year. He was just talking a lot, which is nice to see him confident, but come on, I got to no, see it. I'm sorry. I like and it. no, I feel like I don't you want like to see No reunion. Well, that last Go time I saw James Harden, he's calling Daryl Morey a liar and said he would never play for him. Yeah. I like that. I saw there's stats that, that Daryl Morey's got. Like, hey, that, you, wanna, you and Ben work, Joel. You want to run the Harden-Ben trade You want back? him back in Philly? No, I like it. No, okay. Like it. Give me All something right. better. Who are, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – well, next use proper nouns. I'm not going to name names, but there, are, there are certain people in the NBA media podcasting space that no matter what they say, Wilds is like not doing it on the show. We're not. There's nothing. There's nothing this person could say that it's going to make the show. They're just. They just say ridiculous things. So we're not even <laughs> going to engage in it. Ben Simmons, everything he says is ridiculous. <laughs> Everything he says. And I understand there would be, there is a part of me that would like to be more empathetic about whatever he is or isn't going through. But then you, you check out your Instagram feed and he's trolling who? 
The Sixers, right? Hey. Who was his second home, right. second team? Yeah. That happened having recently, a glass of wine. didn't it? He did do that. And very <laughs> recently, got to that him. happened. So, I just, I, Ben Simmons is, in my opinion, not an active NBA player. So, him talking about where he wants to play is, is not all that relevant. So, no, I don't buy it. If he comes back and looks He's not great. coming back. His back feels There's good. There's no way he's going Woo. to be it's not. It's I back. Love, Where's Harden going? I would love him to play. Why would it be? Up next, Prediction Week continues tomorrow and the.